Yes, sir. Mondays, Mondays, Mondays. Y'all know what it is. Corsair Radio, live in the stew too. It's your boy, Bruce Corsair. I got the PG with me. Out of Pappy tapping in shortly. What's happening, everybody? I hope y'all had a good start to your Monday. March is here. It's my birthday month, so we going up all month. Take a shot for me right now. Y'all ain't got nothing to do. Y'all just sitting at home. Y'all ain't got no jobs. Most of y'all. But it's all good, man. We're going to show love. PG, man, what's cracking with it? Man, what's the deal, man? Y'all know what it is. We make Mondays great. Whenever you can hear Courtside Radio here on the mic, man. It's Mike Kell, the PG, uh, here with my guy, Bruce. Courtside on the ones and twos. Killing that thing with that Pooh Shiesty. That, that name is it's everywhere. Hey, 1017. Everywhere. So I got to make sure I tap in, man. But we thank you guys for tuning in live here. Courtside Radio here at Studio 2, the Good News Sports Studio to be exact. Um, I am the Magic Johnson of the show to make sure this thing is showtime. Every time you listen to Courtside Radio here on the mic, man, we should be joined by our shooting guard, very soon, but man, happy Women's History Month, man. Uh, shout hey. out to all the ladies out there. We're going to give y'all hand claps, man. Hand claps all day. It's, all it's my birthday day. month and man. Women's History Month. We could just come together, ladies, and Facts. make this happen. Let, let's make it a big party. We can really make some history. So like my guy Bruce said, make sure y'all got y'all shots ready. Um... Because we celebrating his birthday all month And we celebrating the ladies all month, man So, uh, we're gonna, we gonna start with a banger We're gonna start with a banger Just like you did, Bruce So it is Women's History Month um, And, you know When it comes to the game of basketball A lot of great women Have played the game of yes, basketball they have uh, I think Mike is in there Mike in the thing thing yeah, Mike in the thing thing So before we take you there uh, We gotta introduce our guy Mike Man, he's gonna have to say what's up To the listeners To the people of the world um, Mike Lee Mike Lee What's good? What up, what up, what up? What's up, man? Say what's up to the people The shooting guard is here The treacherous three, baby Yes, sir So uh, it's Big Mike out of Pappy If you're new to the show We got some fuego coming your way Got my guys, got two in the stew. And uh, you know what we're about to do. We're about to give y'all some of that real raw basketball knowledge. And it's Monday, so you know football's going up. But uh, tap in with us, stay with us, and we got some good things for you. No, yeah, so we got to bring that fire, man. So we're going to start off with a banger. This is Women's History Month. Um, we're going to start off with the ladies, man. Shout out to, um, I know, Cheney, she resigned. Uh, Gumake resigned with the uh, LA Sparks. She had a press yes. conference earlier this morning. So much love to her. And just all the women out there killing it when it comes to the game of basketball game that we love so we're gonna start with the heat right away remember that you guys can hit us up in the chat room if you got words or you can even call in um via the app man and we'll get through to you so man let's get right to it when it comes to the women question for my guys who Mm -hmm. is the goat when it comes to women's basketball let me hear who you got. Just to throw some names out there. Cheryl Swoop, Cheryl Miller, Diana Taurasi, Cynthia Cooper. You got Lisa uh, Leslie. Lisa Leslie. Um, who else will be in that? that I, I, you, oh, you said Diana Taurasi. That's true. Yeah, Taurasi Bird. She's one of the names up there. So who do you guys have as the greatest woman of all time when it comes to the game of basketball? Cheryl Miller. Cheryl Miller? Okay. Tell, yes, tell me why. yeah. Go ahead, Bruce. Go, go she first. She literally, Bruce, go like, ahead. is 
was like unstoppable. Like I think it like she I mean she played in the WNBA but it was like too late. Like it was like she was old at this point. Show Miller play? No, she I'll, played in WNBA yeah. for like a year or two, bro. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she. Yeah, was she had a short stint with us. Well, not with us. But I don't with, know if it was uh, us, but she was definitely yeah. on a team. I, yeah, I know that she was. I know that she was dominant in college. Like she had everything in college. Like she was that one. Um, she for sure is one of. A lot of people say she was better than her brother, and you know he's a hall. He's a hall I of famer. <laughs> you gonna you gonna say he's? I don't know about that, man. Better than the bro. But you got to think about it. Her comp, like, she was the dominant she had over She's better than, she's That's better than Brady. Like, it's, for me, really? she'll, tell, she'll tell you, every, she'll tell you if you ever, if, have you never listened to, like, the stories that they tell No, They're, I'm like, she, the best yeah. brother-sister duo to me when it comes to, like, shit-talking. Because Bro. she will say, like, he could never in his life huh? beat <laughs> Ever. he be like, oh, man, I had no. She like, no, I always. He had a, he had a, I remember she said he had a career high. He dropped like 50. Oh, yeah, the story was like that. <laughs> and he was like, he couldn't wait to go rub it in her face. She was like, he was like, how much did you have tonight? Uh, like 130 or some shit like that. She was like, like, what the fuck is going on? Bro, yeah. Yeah, no, she, hey, dog, bro. She, she was tough. So y'all both rolling with Cheryl Miller? See, I, I'm I'm Cheryl Miller number one, and I have a strong, not even number two, but a one A or not even just one B, but like Lisa Leslie when she she introduced the game to a lot of our generation, like hoops outside of like uh, outside of Cheryl Swoops and the older generation that started the WNBA. It was like she was the one that like tapped in with us, but she was like, okay. Oh, Lisa Leslie, she from the wood, went to Morningside, of course. Shout out Inglewood for that. But she was dominant coming out of high school. Then going into college, it was like, bro, she don't really need to go. It's like wherever she wants to do, whatever she wants to go, like it's a wrap. Lisa Leslie had that. Cheryl Miller had that. Only a few select women athletes could do that and take over a game and actually be the face of their entire league for generations to come. It's crazy. Hey, so in the chat room, they're already telling us. They got Lisa Leslie and Brittany Griner said change the game. Shout out to Des Popper. Griner. Shout, shout out uh, our guy Earlington. Uh, shout out our guy uh, Earl. Big Earl. He said he got my answer. I say Diana Taurasi. Nah, Diana Taurasi's like. <laughs> I think Diana Taurasi. She next level. <laughs> like, yeah, just. Diana Taurasi was out here like, she could give more dudes buckets than I think any female basketball player, period. And I think it's just because. Of how she plays The handles there The shots there You know like she got She had The total package And she's still balling So late in her career Like last year she averaged She was drafted in 04 She averaged 18 4 uh, 4 and 4 With the steal last year She's just somebody Who was just next level When it came to the The shot making um, doing a lot of things You know She was a big Kobe fan um, I know she spoke At his memorial But I just think Diana Taurasi Was able to learn From the Cheryl Miller um, From the Cheryl Swoops uh, Cheryl Swoops uh, Cynthia Cooper um, But I got Cynthia Cooper Like a close Number two Because she She was a baller At USC As one of Like the part oh, of One yeah, of the greatest definitely. teams oh, yeah. With Cheryl Miller And when she got to The WNBA What they going to Four straight Yeah Yeah And it's just like she was at that time. That was my true introduction to women's basketball through the WNBA, and she was Jordan. She was Jordan. Yeah, because she no, was, real yeah. life. She was Jordan at the time because, like I said, for one, 
Uh, Cheryl Miller was like at the tail end of her career. She was she, just kind of like she never played. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah, because she hurt herself prior to the WNBA starting. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, but she was definitely supposed to be there. No facts. But um, she they talked about like them like basically being on the teams and like how good Cheryl was, and then Cynthia coming in late. And then they also talked about like Cynthia like just getting picked up by Houston. She just had a really good uh, interview on uh, I don't know if it was Knuckleheads or I told you um, I met her before, Smoke. right? I no, met her at uh, TGI Fridays, uh, the one La Tierra, right there, Centinella. Mm-hmm. I met her in there. We was chopping up hoop. She was like, "What?" Like, because I guess usually people don't know her in there. And I was like, "What's up, Coop?" And she was like, "Wait a minute, this person must actually know who I am." And I was able to chop it up with her. But, yeah, she's for sure up there. But I just think Diana Taurasi is so next level. Um, you know, just like comparing the past, you don't know if Cheryl... Because uh, Cheryl Miller, she dealt with a torn ACL. And back then in the mid-90s, that was the end of your career. You know, early 90s. And that's what she dealt with. So who knows if she would have played in the era with all the training and stuff they have now. Same for uh, Cheryl Swoops and... Um, just all those old school players, Lisa Leslie, even you know, I remember names like Rebecca Lobo, who used to ball, and it, it was just a lot of top notch women who played, man. But let us know, man, who 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 is your goat when it comes to women? We always talk about Michael Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, Magic, Duncan, Bird, all these guys when it comes to the guys. But when it comes to the women. Who is the GOAT? Who is the greatest of I all still, time? I'm still I'm standing by Cheryl. Cheryl Here. Miller? Yeah. I like Diana Taurasi. I believe she is probably the greatest WNBA player to ever live, period. But I really think, like, just Cheryl Miller, like, I think if you, like, this is like, she's like that, oh, playing in the era, like, we always going like, oh, Jordan's the greatest, Jordan's the greatest. Well, what if he played now? What if he played before? Yeah. And y'all like, oh, no, you can't compare. He's the greatest, he's the greatest. Cheryl Miller. Hey, cause Cheryl, she, Cheryl she was Cheryl a star. Rogan. She was at, I think she was at the Grammys dribbling the basketball. I don't know if you guys seen the documentary they have on that USC team. Um, but yeah, that, that team was amazing. And yeah, she was like, like one of the, you know, I guess she would be like the bird magic because she was able to bring so much to the game. It sucks that she was ne- never able to make it to the WNBA game, but she was a great man. So let us know, Mike, you there? Did we lose Mike? Mike the one quiet on it. Oh, I had Derek. Can you hear me? I was yeah. out there talking. I was like, I wonder what happened. They yeah, there you go. All the way over there. <laughs> but no, I had a. Uh, it's a tough situation because I feel like Cheryl Miller is the goat, but Diana Taurasi was the most skilled female hooper we've seen ever. Diana Taurasi, most skilled. Cheryl Miller had to get the goat because she transcended the game and then put it on the map before the WNBA took off so you know it was just one of those things it's like Cheryl did everything and dominated every every aspect of her competition but Diana Taurasi was too skilled she still is skilled and she was one of the best players overseas in the WNBA and in college I remember y'all remember Shamika whole squad she was supposed to be one yeah. I remember she was on the slam magazine saying can she be the first woman to play in the NBA to go to the league. yeah so it, it's just a lot of great women out there man if you guys don't watch women's basketball take a look at it and tap in and really see the fundamentals and just the skill that these ladies play with because yeah they aren't dunking and doing all of this stuff like the guys but they're going to give you a lot of below the rim uh, stuff the jellies and all of that stuff the handles that you know 
most people Look, are man. doing at, at parks. Like, people aren't, aren't at parks dunking and stuff. Like, you're going to see people with handles and stuff like that and can score under the rim and yeah, shoot. You die at a park, you try to dunk or something. Yeah, <laughs> especially in LA. Man, definitely on the concrete. It's, oh, it's a wrap. Niggas might get banged on out there. Man, so. Most basketball players like, I ain't played on no concrete. Yeah, so if you dunking, you ain't doing that there. So, appreciate the women's game. Um, shout out to the LA Sparks making big moves. Shout out to the WNBA, period. With the uh, free agency going on It's lit So many moves being made uh, If you haven't tapped into that Do that But yeah Women's History Month We had to start with the ladies Let us know throughout the show Who is the greatest woman of all time In the sport of basketball Tennis That's on lock Serena got that um, So basketball Who is the greatest woman to ever play the game man So to keep this thing going um, Shout to the homegirl Christina Williams Of Girls Talk uh, girls, girls talk sports TV. Uh, she be doing her thing everywhere. She was on the Forbes Thirty Under Thirty. Uh, she was on the episode of uh, my show. Don't at me. She was able to get um, Ray Allen. She was able oh, to no. get Ray Allen on her clubhouse meeting, and Ray Allen talked about he was interested in owning <laughs> the Supersonics. So, oh my God! Well, what Perfect do you, what do you guys feel about um, that? Like Ray Allen. Are they bringing them back? I don't even feel like they should be a topic unless we know the team's coming back. No, but the thoughts... That means that's... 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 Another... So we're going to add two more teams. Seattle and then probably somewhere else. L.A.? <laughs> give us we give us a third. third team. We need a third. Call them nah, the LA Vegas. Baby Lakers. Be Seattle and Vegas. Yeah, Seattle and Vegas. But that'd be two West teams. You can't. You got to do one and one, right? No, you would probably switch. I saw they said like ideas like make Memphis the Eastern Conference team. That's what Memphis or New Orleans should be. Well, yeah, Memphis because they're the furthest. Yeah. yeah, Memphis should definitely be an Eastern. So Conference that's team. what they will, that's what they'll most likely do. Oh, then Seattle Vegas done deal. Oh, but, side note, let me let you know something. Memphis hates the Lakers. Who? They do not show our games on NBA TV at none of that. No, of course they don't hate they, the Lakers. They, they don't win. Don't hate the Lakers. They're just not gonna play. Them. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? That's not how it works in TV, bro. Yeah. Did TV. you know that you can't play the Lakers anywhere because Spectrum won't allow it? Yeah. Spectrum. You left LA. Now you don't forgot, man. You if you're in LA, you can't watch the Lakers unless you have Spectrum. Yeah, I know. Unless they're noticed, unless they're playing them, niggas. It's not in your area, like bitch. I'm the fucking forum. Is close and Staples ain't far at all. Come on now. Uh, unless it's a national game, you can't get them. But hey, how do we feel about that that Ray Allen move? Like him coming up with a team to purchase perfect the uh, Seattle SuperSonics. You got it, Mike. Now he'd be the perfect candidate because for like I said before, our generation, certain players put us on certain teams, certain ways of playing, and Ray Allen definitely was one. Jesus shuttles were put on for the Supersonics coming out once he got traded from the Bucks, and it was like, bro, why is him, Rashard Lewis, and them boys so good? Desmond Mason, not Desmond. Well, yeah, Desmond Mason. All I'm like, bro, why are they? I'm like, they are running and gunning, and Ray Allen was the head of that and was a star at the time coming into the league and leaving Milwaukee already. So Seattle was one of those squads. It's like, yeah, if anybody could be an incumbent of a squad, it should be Ray Allen. No, yeah, and he was a star there. Um, you know, the last time that they were actually relevant, 
You know what I'm saying? He was there with Char Lewis, Luke Rittenauer. Uh, they had Nick Collison. So he would know best the, the whole culture that needs to be brought there. Uh, it would be real fun if you see, like, Gary Payton getting involved into it because Seattle needs basketball back, man. Seattle's a great sports city. Like, when the Mariners are good, the crowd is crazy. Uh, the Seahawks, they have the 12th man there. And, you know, Seattle just needs basketball. Like, I, I was always sad when um, they left for OKC because I was just like, like, man, I always feel if your team is winning, your team is going to get people to come to the games and support. But if your team sucks, no matter if you, you're the Lakers, the Lakers used to have problems selling out tickets because the Lakers were losing so much. Who was walking around with any of those guys? Who had an Earl Clark jersey on, you know, during the down years? You know what I'm saying? Like, who had these guys' jersey on? No one. So losing is going to bring. Two people you knew had a Smush Parker jersey. Man. Yeah, nobody. Of course, you had Kobe, but that's easy. But after after Kobe, it was like kind of quiet. I guess people had you had D. Fisher, Devin George. That was about it. I guess people had ball Lonzo Ball jerseys. I think our guy Bruce had a Lonzo Ball jersey. <laughs> sure do. Bruce probably had the Lonzo. The sure do. Him and uh, ten people. Hey, I, I actually um, uh, he was at the mall. Lavar Ball was at the mall, the Lama on Saturday. So my nephew ran into him. I was up there too. He was like, "Hey man, Lavar Ball is here." But yeah, Bruce is probably the only guy. Bruce, what's your thoughts on uh, Ray Allen being a part of uh, ownership to bring back the Seattle Supersonics? Oh, that's beautiful, man. I'm all for it. Seattle definitely deserves a team for one, and uh, Ray Allen, you know, why not? Especially for the brothers. Yeah, gotta facts. have some some color in the ownership out here. Man. We got very few. Especially with majority, he probably will still be a minority. Like, but he, if he can at least bring a team together, I mean, it'd just be beautiful to see him do something like that. Be the face of the franchise, you know. When it comes to things like that, probably have some decision help with the decision making out there. And like I said, I'm really excited for that Vegas team they're gonna bring because they gotta bring a Vegas team if this happens. Man, they have to, and I hope that they make it happen. Man, Vegas and Seattle will be fun. Um, it, with the NBA, especially if you give Seattle a winner, they'll be crazy. Go if you haven't seen Seattle basketball and how turned it was, go and uh, put on some old highlights of the Supersonics and just watch. DP, are you with me? With man, Sean Kemp and oh my man, God. Deadlift Shrimp and uh, who else they had? Uh, they they had a squad. Nate McMillan was Big out there playing defense. Um, yeah, man. They, I hope they do it. I really hope they do it because I just feel that that would be a great, great move. And having Ray Allen being one of the faces there would be big time. Um, so my question for you guys, All-Star Weekend is this weekend. Um, you know, the game is going to be Sunday. Halftime slam dunk contest prior is going to be the skills challenge in three. So we know the players who's playing in the All-Star game. My question to you, who are you taking first if you had to pick? You know, and I'm talking uh-huh. to everybody. If you had to pick one of the guys that, okay, I'm about to be on the court with this guy, and I'm, I know I can win with him. Who are you choosing first out of the all-star names? No AD. No AD? Oh. No, because yeah, <laughs> that's too easy, too. In but. the all-star game this year, that's tough, actually, I feel like. Not really, but, I mean, LeBron's the captain, so you can't pick LeBron, right? Yeah, is, LeBron and KD is, is out. KD other than those two it? guys. KD's out. Yeah, other than LeBron and team, KD. He's out. Other than LeBron and KD, you can have anybody else. Who are you choosing? So who can't? You said no LeBron, no AD. Who else? No LeBron, AD, or KD, because those are the <laughs> census okay. top three. 
you know, but every, everybody else, who are you choosing first? Um, so you have Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Zion Williams, Devin Booker, Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and you have uh, Nikola uh, Vucevic. I'm going James Harden. James, okay. James, he, James isn't even a starter, so you can't pick James first. No, I'm just saying well, out just of everybody, it. out of everybody, who are you picking? Yeah, just LeBron and them couldn't be chosen, so that's why I was like, that's why I'm like, it's James Harden or Bradley Beal, but I'm like, I'm going James Harden over that. James Harden will, he can get, he can be a potent scorer easily. Give me, give you 30, 40, 50. Hey, 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 don't forget about Kyrie, Giannis. You know who I'm picking Bradley first? Uh, you know I wasn't going to read about Kyrie. Steph, oh, Luca travels a lot. But go get back to it. Go ahead, Bruce. You said he travels a lot. Giannis is traveling on a record pace, catching <laughs> the ball at the three-point line, taking four steps, counting his gather as two already, and he's dunking. How you dunk from the three-point line? You ain't dribble the ball, my nigga. Man, I don't hate and that. No. Nah, I think it's, it's, it's... He finds a way to be I clean. I'm be honest. You would take Giannis? Nah, I think it's going to be between... It will be between Luka and Bradley Bill. That's your choosing? Yeah. Luka and Bradley Bill? Yeah. I like your two. See, my mine. Luca is like know, the all star. Like he's Bradley like the flashy. Like, but Bradley Bill is a complete bucket right now. No, I don't know who I'm taking. Is yeah, you taking Yannis? Nah, out of two, for me it'd be a top two. Um, yeah, everybody get a top two. That's Ky- I would go Kyrie because nobody can guard him. That's true. All star game style Steph basketball. Two. You know, nobody can guard Kyrie one on one. He's probably the best one on one player in the league. Um, and then I'm going to take uh, Joel Embiid. After I seen that step back, (laughs) after I seen that step back, say, "Oh yeah, nobody can guard that." Hey, I'm switching my second. I'm not going Bradley Bill. I'm 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 keeping James Harden, but my second is going to be Steph. Steph, okay. All star game. I mean, he's pulling from wherever, and he's just going to have a good ass game. Just have fun with it. And I'm sorry, Dame. Like I would love to pick Dame, um, you know, because he's going to do his thing. I just think Kyrie. He kind of has that mama mentality when it comes to the All-Star game where he wants to boogie and go off. So he's somebody that I will want to to pick on my team. And then Joel Embiid, he's going to make he's going to get the easy buckets with the dunks and then you know he's going to be able to shoot some threes and do some step backs and if he just used that same move over and over again, <laughs> nobody can go on that. Joel Embiid is next level this year. Yeah. I can't even lie. Like Man. he is like pretty much unstoppable. I mean, there's not much you can actually do. Philly again won today. Man. You cannot beat them at home pretty much at all. I think they've lost maybe what, two or three games at home. Maybe. Like, it's next level over there in Philly. I can't lie. And I, I like your Kyrie pick because, like you said, unguardable. Like, totally unguardable. Like, you cannot touch yeah, Kyrie. can't touch him. But I, I feel the same way about Luka, so. No, facts. After that, <laughs> hey, after that <laughs> move, after that, after that move I show you, oh, my God. Get this man a something. Hey, Lucas is incredible. So, uh, guys, man, if you're tuning in, let us know in the chat room um, who are you choosing. If you could choose two guys from all of the names in the All-Star game, except LeBron, KD, AD, since those guys are clearly the top three players, who would you choose to play with you? Say if you had a three-on-three. It's yourself and two other guys. Who you got? Because I got Kyrie and Embiid. Bruce got um, Luca and Bill. Luca and Bradley Bill. And who you got, uh, Mike? I have James Harden and Steph Curry. James Harden and Steph. So tell us who who has the best Steph. two. Who has the best two as well? Because I think I'm rolling with my two. Because uh, nobody's stopping Kyrie in a one on one with all that space. A three on three. 
Come on, man. It's too easy for Kai. But Corsair Radio, man, we are here. Studio number two, the Good News Sports Studio. Mike Kelder, PG, Mr. Bruce Corsair on the ones and twos, and our guy, Mr. Inglewood himself, all the way from Cashville, Tennessee. Mr. Adapapi, Mike is here with you, man. And, and we're just getting this thing going and getting it rolling. Um, so we talked about Ray Allen. We, we gave y'all the greatest woman of all time, who we thought... Um, now let's just talk about a little present day because all that stuff is either past or future tense. The Los Angeles Clippers, uh, they're playing really good basketball. Just came off of a tough loss against the Milwaukee Bucks where their their top two guys didn't score within the last four minutes. My question for you guys is, do they need a point guard? And if they do, like who's a good name for you guys to, to be a good addition to them? So do they need a point guard and who would be a good fit? And name that you think that will help them maybe take that step to try to defeat the Los Angeles Lakers. Bruce, you got the it first. Clippers? Yeah, the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Nah, they're nigga, they need Jesus. Yeah, I mean, and Shuttle his name first. is basically Drew Holiday. <laughs> or there's no other points available, honestly. But I mean, there's a bunch they can go, they, they can go get Lonzo. Like Lonzo, yeah, I think that would like, be nice because they just need something that somebody that wants to move the ball. Yes, they don't have a ball mover. Like nobody is like, oh, swing it, oh, oh, you over there. Yeah, they have nobody no leading the team on the like. They need a Draymond even. I mean, you could get a no, point facts. forward. Yes. You just need somebody that's willing to pass the ball. the ball. Yeah, because it's like, oh, Beverly, PG, no. you got it. Okay, dribble. Yeah. Kawhi, you got it. All right, ISO. All right, Patrick Beverly, you got it. Oh, pass it. Thank you. Right back. <laughs> Give me that right yeah. back. Oh, Lou, you got it. ISO. Yeah. Oh, Morris, you got it. Pull up. Yeah. Like there's True. no movement. Luke Kennard, you got it. No, you're sitting on the bench. Yeah. Sixty-four million. Terrence Mann, take took Ter- your minutes. Ter- <laughs> <laughs> That's another one of these. <laughs> Y'all paid this man all that to money to sit on the bench. Feel like an odd body bench. It's, it's cold, man. And a, a name for me. That I think that would be lovely for them if they could somehow get Rajon Rondo. You know the Hawks aren't playing like we thought they were. They just fired their coach. Now Nate McMillan is taking over as an interim coach. I think Rondo there. I always felt he would have been the perfect match there in Clippers, yeah. with the Clippers. Uh, he was supposed to go there, but they didn't want to throw that bag. They yeah. wanted to give it to Luke Kennard. Man, <laughs> uh, or maybe Ricky Rubio. Ooh, if Ricky's. Could, you know, I'm say Ricky's, Ricky's a nice always. Like I'm, I'm like I've been a Ricky Rubio fan since he came to the league, and I know yeah. like he he's not and he couldn't really speak. He's always injured, <laughs> but it's something when you just have that guy that understands basketball, knows how to move the ball, knows how to make the right pass, has the handle and the dribble to where he can just keep the offense moving and rolling. And he's always been like a pretty good knockdown shooter. Yeah, he's solid. He's not like shooting. horrible, but mm-hmm. you, I mean, not great, but I mean, he's gonna knock it down for the most part when he's open. Like he's he's a good player. I just think he could finish a little better, or if he could, he, if he could like actually attack the rim and get to the rim a little more, it'd be, it'd, yeah. it'd be better. He and, never and he's a natural playmaker. Like he's averaging six assists this year. Um, that's coming off the bench, and I know he gets some starts with D'Lo out, but you know, career he averaged nine assists at one point. So that's just a guy who's looking, like you said, Bruce, to move the ball, play make for other people, and I think that's what they're missing. If you can have Rubio starting, Patrick Beverly come off the bench and be a pest, I think they will be so much tougher. You know what I'm saying? So that would be a move that needs to be made. Mike, who do you think? Do the Clippers need a point guard? If so, what's a good name for them? 
uh, Jesus H. Christ. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the H stands they for who? <laughs> they need a blessing. <laughs> but I feel like they need a true facilitator. Like Rondo would be a great, a great choice from Atlanta, but I don't feel like he's going to want to play on the other LA team after being a Celtic. I just don't know what it is. I feel like Rondo would go there, but just like they didn't want to give him the bag to begin with, so now that he might have a little resentment towards him. But Rubio would be the perfect fit. That's the only one I can see as a facilitator. Because, like, they have enough people to ISO all day. Yeah, because I I can't really tell you any, like, because now the point guards are so much score first. And the Clippers don't need that. Bro, they gave Luke Kennard and Morris like 30 plus together. Man. I think Morris got like 20 a year or something like that. They 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 just got too much money, you know, and that that's not what they needed. They Nobody needed has too much money. There's a salary cap. No, yeah, but it's now I understand re-signing players or Luke Kennard traded to your team and you sign them to extension and all that, but like I'm just over here like there was a lot more y'all could have done with this cheese. Yeah. And like I think Morris would have taken a little bit more of a discount because nobody's about to pay that man like that. No facts. And like once you lost Montrez, it's like let's try something new. But they still got Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson, <laughs> and he's a solid backup. He's great as a backup. But the fact they have like they have no playmakers, it makes their point guards look that much worse. Worse because you're looking at them and like, damn, if they had a point guard that can like, why is Kawhi with the ball so much late from on top of the key, like bringing it up, like that's. That never was his game. Kyle Laurie is a name out there that that may, you know, was, they're talking about that may be traded. Uh, but, Mike, you got it. No, I was going to say Kyle Lowry would be like, because the way how the point guards in the league are so saturated, it's like you could take Van Bleet or Kyle Lowry. You could take because Kyle Van Bleet has actually stepped up more, but he's more of a scorer. They don't need more of a scoring point guard. Mm-hmm. But he will facilitate willingly to players that he knows that can make plays like PG, Kawhi, and then he knows he has knockdown shooters and Morris Kennard when he actually wants to play and actually wants to be worth any damn money. But it's like he has, they have the pieces. It's just they don't have nobody to give them the ball in the situations and in the spots that they need them to win in. So yeah. once they get that figured out, they got a chance, but it's still the Clippers. Because I'm even looking at the Lakers too, and like I think the Nate Lakers. Well, it would be nice if they had another point guard uh, because it looks like this year Brian is looking more to, you know, like score first. Um, we need another know. shooter. Yeah, yeah, of course they need they shooting could, too. They, could, uh, they can go ahead and dish to or, you know, yeah, defer to and know that he's like, okay, I got like a key 43, 45% three point shooter. Like, you get one of them, you get a 40 at least. And it's like, okay, I can get him consistently. Hey, it, it, it ain't too many of them. Example. It ain't too many of them. That's what I'm saying. Like 40 at max. Like not even at max, but like to, to lowball it. If we need a shooter, get somebody that can shoot 40% from the three-point line. They're around. Like think about if we had like a random. We don't need somebody to be a defensive stopper out of certain sets that we have or set lineups, certain lineups we have. Yeah. When we get a J.J. Redick, somebody who can actually like hit shots. Bro, because we're not getting clay. I keep... I keep saying his mama named him Clay. We won't play. Man, we're not never going to get Clay. So it's never, never going to happen. So if Clay's we get never shooter really. or designated shooters, that would be one of the best things we have with a point forward. No, yeah. So let us know, man, about these Clippers. 
what point guard can help them put them over the top? Uh, Desk Pop, man, thanks for uh, ch- chiming in. He said Rubio <laughs> will fit Pop. in perfect with the clips. Uh, yeah, I think Rubio, if they can get Rubio or Rondo, we'll have to watch out, man. So uh, let's see what the Clippers do, see if they figure that out. Because if they well, do, they're going to be Rubio so much tough. You know, he don't play defense. Yeah, but, you know, that's what Patrick Beverly would come in and be a pest. Um, so I don't know if y'all heard this story. Do y'all know the name DJ Cooper? Y'all heard the name DJ Cooper? No. So DJ Cooper, no. before we go to coaching news, we got to finish the basketball talk with this. DJ Cooper, um, don't be DJ Cooper. That's all I'm going to say. Listeners, please don't be DJ Cooper. He's a FIBA, uh, he's a FIBA basketball player. So he plays overseas. FIBA has suspended DJ Cooper. Uh, you know why? Why? Ask me why, Bruce. Why? Because his, his he failed his urine test. His urine test said that he was pregnant. Oh, wait, is this the same guy from way back? No, it's this a new is, one? Yeah, it's a new one. DJ Cooper was was his urine said he was pregnant. Yeah, he used a girl. female's friend's yeah. urine and failed. Yeah, that's so crazy. So please don't be DJ Cooper. If y'all haven't um heard about the story, type in his name. I'm pretty sure it'll come up. Or check no out better than the one from overseas. Hoops Nation. Um yeah, DJ Cooper, man, uh, former player at Ohio University of Ohio, Ohio, got drug tests. Say you was pregnant. Come on, man, gotta do better than that, man. But that—that's the hoops talk right there. So let's take you to the culture, man. What's going on with the culture? Uh, shout out to um, a couple names for the Golden Globes, man. Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace to the legend. He wins for best uh, actor. He got the Best Actor Award, oh, wow, which, really? which is big time, they man. giving people awards after they pass away. Man, after they pass away, man. So, shout out to uh, him for that global glow. There's a lot of black uh, folks won. Um, our guy from uh, Judas and the Black Messiah uh, that played uh, Fred Hampton, he won the award for Best Supporting Actor. And then um, Andra Day, Andra Day, a singer, yeah. becomes the first black Best Actress winner in 35 years for Golden oh. Globes. So the last day of Black History Month was lit. We went off. We went off. (laughs) We went off. Man, so shout out to all those who won uh, yesterday. Am I wrong to think that it's fake? What you mean? That they They only giving us this love because they messed up so bad last year. Yeah. I feel like all this is just white guilt. Because of years. (laughs) White guilt. And y'all want to give us awards? Where my reparations at? Man, 40 acres and a mule. I need it. I need the whole thing. I need it, man. But shout out to those winners. I just need the stemmy, my nigga. Just throw me the stemmy. And I'm I I need more than that. I'm good. Yeah, Yeah, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Start off with that. Fuck that damn stemmy. I need 100 million. 100 million. They not going to give us. That's on like the cold part. 1400 funky ass dollars. <laughs> our own generation, I'm only though. buying three pairs of shoes, though. That ain't nothing. Exactly. Four. If that. Four, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I really want. Yeah, I might because two pairs. <laughs> but uh, yes. Yeah, They're not going to give it to us because we can start generational wealth. They sh- know what we can do. Hey, we already to- have the most economic power in the world. So, hey. No, I agree. Shout out to Chadwick Bozeman. His wife, she gave a great, great speech. Uh, you know, for for his performance and my rainy black bottom, 
uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I need to watch that movie. Actually, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, but his his wife gave a great great uh, acceptance speech for him. And just shout out everybody who wanted the Golden Globes. Uh, shout out to golfers. We're showing love to golfers on today's yes. episode. Uh, they honored Tiger Woods at the WGC Works Day Championship, where um, most of the players were, were wearing red. You know his legendary uh, red red shirt, black yeah, pants, black. black pants. And they showed yep. him love And Tiger Woods was able to tweet out A uh, message pretty much saying You know, it is hard to explain how touching today was When I turned on the TV and saw all the red shirts To every golfer and every fan You are truly helping me get through this tough time So shout out to those who show love To uh, Though he don't claim us We did draft him in the uh, the race draft Shout out Dave Chappelle for that So he is oh, a yeah. part of the team, man um, What else going on in the culture? Goodbye, fried rice Hello, fried chicken. Hello, fried chicken, which is, hey, that that was legendary right there, man. Um, so for all you people who out here, y'all tap in Mondays and Thursdays. Y'all know Thursday we got the uh, drops of the week going, where our guy Bruce tells you all the drops that's going. If you use the sneakers app and you oh, take I didn't even L's, tell you guys what I hit What's three up? pairs on Saturday. Damn. Oh, I hit uh, you one winning. pair of Blazers. I hit the hey, J's. Hand claps. And I hit the Yeezys on Saturday. You know why you might have hit them, right? Because they figured out what the problem was. VP out here sending his. Nike VP and Jim, GM and Herbert. Uh, Hebert stepped down after Bloomberg Businessweek's cover story tied her to her son's sneaker resale business. Um, her role with the company, she oversaw the North American region and sneakers app. So her son created a whole business from reselling Nikes. And the reason why he was able to win all that he needed to to sell and and double, triple the, the price and... That's was coming wild, up bro. So, But I'm not shocked by it at all So for all you sneaker heads out there We may actually win We, we may actually get some dubs Because they, they caught this woman For what she was doing I, I, I wish I was my mama Because I've been doing the same thing I've been reselling them kicks And, and coming up man The last thing with the culture news um, I need to ask my guys who they got the rapper two on two. Um, let me tell you the squads. It's a two on two that's going to be happening. You got Quavo and Jack Harlow versus Lil Baby and Two Chains. Who you got? Quavo, Jack Harlow versus Ooh. Lil Baby and Two Chains. Yeah, Lil Baby and Two Chains. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like not even a question. I feel like Two Chains going to carry it. Did you have y'all? Do y'all watch uh, Tiny Desk concerts? Yeah. Did you see the Two Chains yeah. one? Nah. Two no. Chains got the hardest Tiny Desk concert you have he ever was seen. No Oh It's like him uh, He was like just He performed his like Three songs or whatever He like started off Like getting his feet rubbed Oh my god uh, It was it was so dope bro Go this, watch it This dude is crazy But Go yeah, I gotta it. check that out full on vibe Hey so make sure Y'all it's check like that Toby out man Nick, uh, Toby uh, Toby Weeway And uh, Mac Miller They had some dope ones too No yeah yeah Oh it's a bunch of them man Anderson Pack killed it Roddy killed it uh, Show love to Tiny Desk man, Anderson Pack's more He got that acoustic vibe already So that was That was a, a realm For him to flourish yeah, he killed that, man. But that that's it for the culture news, man. Shout out to all those winners of the Golden Globe. Shout out to those who honor Tiger Woods. Nike VP has resigned. Sneakers out about to really go up. And then the 2 no, two battle. No, it's not. We still taking L's every week. <laughs> well, I'm not. You know, I hit the trifecta, the holy trinity on Saturday. Hey, that's it for three years. They like, that's bang, it, Bruce. Bang. I'm not going to lie, bang. bro. I be hitting. Yeah. That's like 
That's probably like my fifth or You might sixth know the VP You know Ann You might know Ann Chill bro <laughs> Chill don't worry about you that You might know Ann But um I was the one that took the picture Before <laughs> we move on Oh that's you that <laughs> that's took me, the picture. pic Oh my god You didn't see crazy. my name Photo cred Bruce Corsair All them kids well, that, that he was had. actually That was Shice Wright Shice Wright Shice Wright did that one Hey so um It's that time of the week Before we get to the two Four pick and roll I lied I said no more basketball I lied We got more basketball Because it is time For Bruce's Team of the week Oh yeah We're gonna make this Short and sweet y'all We was dogging this squad We was not showing them No love We talking about The playoffs This team went to The championship last year And I'm not talking About the Lakers The Miami Heat Are on a six game Winning streak right now Man Six games And I mean They were bad it looked horrible. They were getting beat by everybody. We didn't want no parts of it. But since then, last six games, like I said, they've stepped it up. Um, point. Everybody's doing very well on the team. A lot of people in double figures. You got Duncan Robinson with 13. Bam, you know, doing his thing 19 and 9. Pretty much 2010. Five assists, which is don't don't overlook the five assists from big man. Like, bam, out of bio, the offense runs through him. Jimmy doing his thing with 20. 27 and 7 which was basically 28 and 8 which is that's really 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 good you really can't overlook that Um, Tyler Hero who we dogged all year and offseason he still averages almost 17 points Dragic is back now um, and they they've done some things man I can't really be upset with how they've been playing they have the last six games we know they beat uh, the Kings doesn't count I'm not gonna say the other team out loud because you know Aren't the Lakers uh, Moving on <laughs> then the, They beat the Thunder Who's not a good team Can't say they are But they just beat The Raptors Jazz And then the Hawks Of course uh, Yesterday But the Raptors And the Jazz I think are the biggest wins And I think that's why They are now My team of the week Is because The Jazz were on a what Like 20 game win streak Before that L? Like, Yeah like they, they won like 6, 7, 8 Like And it was easy wins Easy Blowing Easy people win. out So Miami is back Up to the 5th seed One they're half this a game behind the fourth seed, so yeah, and then I like they got the Hawks pick. again, and then you know they don't really have any big games, so like I could see this running. Up. I mean, they play the Pelicans, who have been playing very well as, as of right now. They're actually uh, fighting with the. Um, they're up twelve on Utah at home. Yeah, no Pelicans. They, are yeah, Pelicans are up twelve. Yeah, against Utah. Yep. Pelicans are up twelve. Up twelve. Yes, against Utah, number one seed. Utah. Heck, nabbit. Anyway. <laughs> Utah just killing me. Killing the parlay, huh? Killing the parlay, bro. <laughs> what is this? Pin my parlay. We're done. Oh, uh, shout your boy. Lonzo, yeah. 23 7 and 7. Oh, well, if Lonzo got a triple double, <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. It's a wrap, man. But go back to Miami, man. Nah, but Miami, man, playing real well right now, and as they should. You know, like I said, they are a championship team. We know what the culture is like in Miami. Mm-hmm. It's, it's expected for them to be a team, not an easy out in the playoffs. And, I mean, they could have been one of those teams that, you know, had the little finals hangover, True. trying to figure it out, you know, injuries, playing a long season like that. That's what it looked like. Yeah, a lot first. of injuries, a lot of COVID, like yeah, you said. Yeah, a lot of COVID, yeah. You know, like, it, it, it's a lot going on out there, but they're – they're actually starting to get the hang of things, and shout out to them, man. Like, you know, that that's big. Hey, I'm happy for him. You're going to grow if you got Coach Spo. That's what it is. Coach Spo is going to get the best out of his team. He's doing a great job, man. So, shout out to our guy, Bruce, man, for this week's yes, Bruce's team, team of, the of the week. So, man, Miami Heat, man, they, they making their run. But it's that time, Mike. You ready to for pick and roll, baby? Give it to him. Most deaf. So uh, if you're new to the show, 
we got a little time for y'all. I got some picks. Two four pick and roll coming to you, and uh, my guys gonna see if they gonna roll with me or they gonna have to go ahead with the other picks. So we gonna start it off by the NBA duos that we took for granted. We have Dame Dalla and Lamarcus Aldridge of Rip City. We have John Wall and Bradley Bill. We have Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. AD and Demarcus Cousins. And then we have a twofer from the Kings. Chris Webber and Mike Bibby. Or Chris Webber and J Dub. White Chocolate. Mm. So okay. to start it off, I'ma say the most ones that we took for granted, because we didn't we thought it was gonna be an extended time. More so, I would say CP3 and Blake, just for what they did once they brought him there. And the resentment kind of Lakers fans had because Kobe and CP3 would have been the perfect tandem to win a few championships together. And they blocked that first trade ever blocked in the NBA. But I digress. But I feel like CP3 and Blake had the biggest impact. And a lot of people took them for granted. Lob City was a trill you know, situation for the Clippers. And me not being a Clippers fan, I said, hey, I can rock with y'all doing what y'all do. CP3 is cold and so is Blake. So that's who you going with, CP3 and Blake? I am. I am. And the Clippers usually don't get any picks from me, usually, but <laughs> I'm going to get... I-, I want to because I'm, I'm such a huge CP3 fan, but uh, I can't choose a Clipper. I can't choose the Clippers. So I'm going to go with uh, Mike Bibby and Chris Webber. Like, they were really a great Lakers team away from being a champion. You know, the Lakers made a great, you know, was able to go and win game six at home, um, you know, maybe with the, not maybe, but with the help of the referees, of course, with uh, Donahue. But then they went to game seven in Sacramento. Lakers did their thing. But just that Mike Bibby and Chris Webber duo, we couldn't even get the full thing because after that season, Webber kind of dealt with injuries and they never were the same. But that team was just so deadly and it was led by those two, Bibby and Chris Webber. And I know Stojakovic did his thing. Mike Bibby on that damn pick and roll. That pick and pop used to hurt me. Man, he used to, man, I really, that was one time with Shaq and Kobe, I really was like, damn, we might lose, man. Because Bibby don't miss. Mid-range, he didn't miss. Game seven, I knew they were going to have to play out their mind. The Lakers did, but I can't roll with you, big dog. I'm going with Mike Bibby and Chris Webber for the for the duo we need to appreciate more. Yeah. No question. Yeah. <laughs> I think see I think CP3 and Blake have their they're, they're appreciated like to the max. Mm, I don't think City. they were ever overlooked. Like you like changed the entire like we talk Clippers now because of these two guys. Nah, facts. The only reason they're relevant at all, the only reason they were even able to make moves that they've done and like stuff like that is because of who Chris Paul and Blake Griffin were. So to sit here and say like they need more, nah, like. Mike Bibby and Chris Webber used to give me nightmares. Man. Like I hated the whole that. League. I hated that pick and roll. I hated it with a passion. I want nothing to do with that. I agree with you, Chris. See Dub scoring, Mike Bibby pulling up. It's a wrap. Yep. So the next one, Mike, you got it. The next one, I have a few that are, you let me know which one is more shocking to you to actually be true. We have Michael Jordan has only 66 games where he's played and had less than 15 points, 15 or less. 
and he's had 99 games where he's had 45 or more. We have Will Chamberlain holding five of the top seven all-time scoring performances in a single game. Will Chamberlain has five of the top seven, and there's only three people on the list. Sad. Damn, that's crazy. That's what I was like. And also, the the last one I'm going to throw to you, the Knicks are giving up the lowest points per game this season. And on the flip side, the Kings are giving up the most with 120. And the Knicks are only giving up 104. Who you got? What's what's the most shocking? The most shocking? I mean, the Knicks are trash. That's, that's just, that's still, you know, obviously something that I haven't seen in a long time. But I'm going to go ahead and say Wilt holding five of Jordan scoring, I understand. That's like, when you have a career average of 30, you know, you have the all-time career playoff high average like we get it that's what you did you gave everybody a 30 piece at least so you scoring 45 99 times doesn't really shock me but Wilt holding five of the top seven scoring performances that have ever been recorded ever been seen ever been put on somebody's head I'm gonna go with Wilt on this one Wilt Chamberlain okay Hmm. for me Oh, just that that Jordan one, that Will Chamberlain one is great, of course, as Will. The Jordan one is big time because imagine that your whole his whole career, he only had sixty six games. You said was scoring under fifteen points, fifteen points or less. Yeah. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? He was once a rookie. You know what I'm saying? Then he was once an old guy. So you would think, but a he lot averaged twenty eight that rookie year. Yeah, he was third in the league of scoring already. Yeah, so it, it's just crazy, <laughs> but. I got to show love to the Knicks, man, this year. No one expected them to be playing this well. Right now, they are the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference at 18 and 17 because they're playing defense. Guys like Barrett, um, Julius Randle that they say wouldn't be good defenders are actually playing defense. For them to be number one, you're saying in the NBA when it comes to defense is crazy. So I can't roll with you again, Mike. I gotta, I gotta go with those Knicks, man. New York is in a building. Yeah, man. Who you got? I ride with you, Knicks. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I ride with you, Mike. You killing? You, you trash today, man. Because <laughs> that, that's the, it's the Knicks. The Knicks haven't been good since ever, <laughs> ever. I gave them their props. That shocked me. I gave them their props, man. But I can't. The Knicks, like they. What are they going to really do come playoff time if they make the play? They're going to make the playoffs finally for the last, what, decade, damn near? Hey, if they like, play defense like, like Mello, this. Look, since Melo left, they, they've been trash ever since. Hey, if they play Again. defense like this, they can. You, you got a final one for us? The final one, it wasn't even a one. It was just more of goat of the decade, and that was just one of those. It was a quick situation of, Steph, KD, LeBron, we limited to a top three in the 2010s. And we have Kobe, Tim, Tim, Timmy, Timmy, Tim Duncan, and Shaq for the 2000s. And I have Kobe for the 2000s and for 2010s. I'm going to give it to LeBron. No, yeah, I'm, I'm going to roll with you now on both of them. Uh, 
all of Kobe's championships were he won he won his first one the year two thousand. He won his last one the two thousand ten. So within those years, I know they they do the ninety nine to two thousand nine. I like to do two thousand to two thousand ten because that was, that was within that that realm. You know what I'm saying? Like once you hit two thousand eleven, that's when it's the truly the tens. Um, yeah. So I, I go with Kobe. He was the Michael Jordan of that era. So I have to go with him. I know Tim Duncan is close, but Tim Duncan. Had a his team throughout that um, decade was much the same coach, pretty much the same players with them developing. With Kobe oh, they had, had the longest streak of having fifty win seasons. Yeah, San Antonio. and Kobe Fucking had to crazy. play with Kawhi and Smush Parker and those guys for a couple years. But once he had talent around him, uh, they played in three state straight championships in the uh, the decade and won two of them. So Kobe in that era. Then I got LeBron, even though it's close. Because Steph Curry got two MVPs, the only unanimous MVP ever. That's what I was ever. thinking about Steph. He, he changed the, the world of basketball. Went through LeBron that whole damn decade. No, much. yeah, but hey, in that in that decade, don't they got the same title count? Three, isn't it they three do. three? Ooh, they Steph do. and LeBron three three, and from two uh, twenty ten to twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. three three. So it's like if somebody says Steph was the guy that decade, I couldn't hate because he changed the whole league of like everywhere in basketball from middle school, like me coaching high school, guys getting steals, not going for layups, stopping and shooting threes. That's Steph. But you know, hey, Michael, that's true because quick, uh, quick fact: NBA players who not NBA players, but the most threes made per game in a single season, Steph holds. Four of the top six, and it's only him and James Harden on the list. Yeah. So, but you got to go with LeBron just because you know he's the face of the league. He played in every finals, I believe, in that in that run, um, except for one maybe. And you know he was with the Heatles, which was the biggest thing going. Then he went back to Cleveland and did it for Cleveland. So I will go with LeBron. Um, who you got, Bruce, for your your era for the two thousand eras? Uh, Shaq, the Duncan, T Mac. Or, uh, no, I wasn't T Mac. It was Kobe, oh, Tim Kobe. Duncan, and Shaq. There we go. And then for the 2010s, LeBron, KD, and Chef Curry. So we both got Kobe and we both got Kobe and LeBron. Yeah, Kobe Brown. Kobe Brown. Yeah, really can you better? Than that. Yeah, can't can you really top that? <laughs> like you two know, goats. <laughs> yeah, two two crazy goats. But Steph is KD is right there too. Uh, and then you know Steph. KD is more of the all time. Because what he did from the jump, but in that era, Steph was amazing. Um, so that's the two fold pick and roll. Make sure y'all tap in every yes, Monday, so uh, to get the two fold pick and roll, um, Bruce's team of the week. Um, so we like to finish the show every Monday talking some football. Earlton said Baron Davis was a Clipper beast uh, too with Olua Candy. Yeah, but we don't talk all over candy because all over candy was all over candy was number trash. one. He was trash. Oh, he was trash. <laughs> So, he, you know what? Just because they called him the candy man didn't make him good. Yeah, it didn't make him good. But I like Elton Brand and Sam Cassell. They were solid together, uh, Earl. So, but Sam that, Cassell, hey, the ugliest nigga in NBA history. History, him and Tyron Hill. Uh, it's a tie. Nah, Popeye Jones. Yeah, Popeye, Popeye Jones. Jones. That, that's the three. That, that That's the next uh, two-fold pick and roll is who's the ugliest. And we're going to have pick.
pictures up so the people We've can just. We've done that before. Popeye Jones, Popeye Popeye Jones is hand, hands down. 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 Yeah, like he's, we can't even have that topic. He's all of fame, ugly, my nigga. Hey, facts. <laughs> so we're going to finish this thing courtside from the sidelines where we get to talk some NFL for you, football in general. Um, so first, we're going to start it off with the breaking news that came today. Uh, JJ Watt. Who said he wants to play for a Super Bowl? He was looking at quarterback. He was looking at organization, chance to win. He chose the Arizona Cardinals. Two years, thirty-one million, twenty-three guaranteed. Uh, do you guys like the move, Mike? I let you start first oh, because oh. your Rams has oh. to play them. Do you like the move? I like that it makes the NFC have the strongest defenses for a division. For I me, mean, for a conference, but. It's, it's like, damn, like, bro, now we got to go against J.J. Watt, too. It's like it's another obstacle on our way, but we will overcome. And uh, that's a hell of a move for him because they have pieces and they rebuild. They they just stacking right now. No, nah, facts. And, and they, you know, you had him with Chandler Jones, uh, Buda Baker, Hassan Buda. Reddick on that defense. Uh, you know, if they can bring back Patrick Peterson. I like the move. Um, you know, that was a team I thought that was for sure going to be in the playoffs after they added DeAndre Hopkins, uh, you know, but it didn't happen. They were happen. just short, but they did, everything to try. they did everything in their power to try to get there. Yeah, they try, you know, and that division is so tough with the um, with the Seahawks, with the Rams. Now they got Stafford. The, Ra- the um, Niners are going to be back healthy. But I, I honestly thought he was going to go somewhere where it looked like it might be a lot easier. Like, I really thought Green Bay would be great. Going back to Wisconsin, where he's from, where he played college, he'll be closer to his wife in Chicago. Then you get to play with Aaron Rodgers with a team who two straight years were a game away from the Super Bowl. I thought that would be the best move for him. But as long as he stayed in the NFC and stayed away from Pat, hey, I'm excited for it. So, Bruce, what's your take on that move? Great. I think he actually chose the best teams to go to when it comes to defense and like actually make, having an impact based off of like what he's able to bring to the table. They have all the pieces they need. Buda Baker out there, Patterson, uh, like you said, Chandler Jones is there. He is coming mm-hmm. off an injury, but you know, they have guys on the front to go with him. And uh, Pierre Paul. Not nah, Pierre Paul. Oh, no, JPP is with Tampa Bay. Tampa. You talking might, about somebody? Saying, they might get. They might get him because he's trying to get out of there. But he wants more money though. Nah, he's not gonna go. They're, they, yeah, because they, they, they just do like, they, <laughs> they can't do leave, that. Nah, Pierre Paul's not going. He wants the money. But yeah. I just think they're. I think their defense is set. We know what the offense can do. We know what the offense is going to be good again next year. They're only going to improve. They have the weapons there. They have the weapons on defense now. Uh, I'm excited, man. I think that was his best. But there's not a better defense he could have went to, where like, or a better team he could have went to to where they look promising. You know, like a lot of teams are like kind of on that like. It's like either he. It's not like he's completely chasing a ring. He's still going to earn it a bit, but this I think this puts them over the top because he's also a veteran. Yeah, you know, so he can he bring to the Seahawks, things to the, to the U. Would have been nice. You said what? The, the Seahawks. If he didn't went to the Seahawks, that would have been nice. Nah, they're not good enough. They are, the they're Seahawks. going through issues with with Russell Russ. Wilson. You don't want that. You want a team that knows their identity. Yeah, that and, knows who they are. Coach Cliff Kingsbury. They got all. The, they got all their weapons. They mm-hmm. got a, a quarterback on a rookie contract. They got a top receiver. Yep. D Hop was already there, so you already knew what that was. Yeah, like yeah. he was so like, "Hey, bro, right. don't even play." But then yeah. I think D Hop tweeted that right away. And yeah, like, right away. Happening, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So it's it's much love. Um, so you brought up Russell Wilson. Do we believe any of that? Do we do we believe that Russell Wilson will actually 
be traded to the Raiders. Yeah, definitely. Man, I know he said who was it? Raiders, Cowboys, Bears, and what was the other team? Saints. He really wants to go to the Bears. Honestly, that's what he was saying. He was leaning more towards, and I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why he would want to go to the Bears. I would hate if he went to the Raiders unless they traded Carr, Waller, and Jacobs, and I would love it. But yeah, I don't want to have to play him twice a year. But I think the Cowboys would be great for him, and probably for Seattle because maybe you can do some type of swap. I think that Cowboys. Like take is stupid only because Dak Prescott is just as good to He's me. Nowhere near. I'm just saying, like Dak Prescott is younger. Uh, yeah. I know he's not as established, but and I know he's had a very bad injury, but you're getting the same thing in a way. Like you're gonna get somebody can air it out, get out the pocket, move the ball down the field, put up 400, 500 yards, do some comebacks, like. Y'all sleep on Dak, bro. Hey, Dak is—he ain't quite like. But Y'all Russ? sleep. Did you see the Cowboys this year? Yeah. Did they, you see Dak to start the season? They were in a new system completely, and they were trailing and, big and every they were, game. And, they, and he was coming back by himself, putting yeah. up four five hundred yards and four five TDs, doing his thing. And then even Andy Dalton picked up as the season went along. No, true. Because like I said, they were learning a brand, yeah, new, brand offense. new offense. Yeah, true. So I'm not going to sit here and say put him on the on the Cowboys. And like the Cowboys said, they was like, that's stupid. Like we have Dak. Like our focus is Dak. Yeah, but and I man, get that. if you get Russ in that dome with mm-hmm. those weapons, oh my God. Because I, I like Dak. I don't think it's I just any never different tr- putting Dak or, or Russ there. I, I never think trust Dak in the play. Like, I want to see Russ go to a team that actually needs a QB that's not like some like because if oh fine take Russ Dak you want to come to he's a game manager I mean you want to come to Vegas hey take I I love Dak to be in Vegas you would yeah Yeah, I I, would yeah you sure would I bet you would (laughs) I would love that make it happen so they they, they talking all that whoop de whoop they can torture them but what's your thoughts on it Mike I feel like that would be you know man it'll be a good move outside of him like I don't feel like it's it's, I don't believe the hype but I feel like he does want to go out like he wants to get out of it. But certain options, he has weapons already in place. So, like, he's set, but it's like, I would rather him not leave, but you got to be happy. So, go to the best situation for you, a coaching staff, a organization that actually looks to win, that fits you, fits your style of play, fits your actual, uh, the, intangible, the intangibles that you bring to the game. So, rest, make your smart decisions. You know, you got a team going to do your thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're chilling with a beautiful wife, living good life. Uh, you know, he's going to make the best decision for himself. But I, I don't see him going anywhere because Seattle, like, man, the 12th man, is you're a big part of it. You know, and they, they did all of that to, uh, to pay money and pay for these weapons that you can't trade Russell Wilson. But if he went to the Cowboys, I think that would be a great move. But, man, that's the court side from the sidelines. And that is the show, guys, man. We thank you guys for tapping in with us, man. Shout out for those who hit us up in the the, in uh, the, chat. the chat room. Our Bro. guy, Earl. Um, who else? We got... Uh, Des Pop said, Wilson Pop. to the who that? Nope! Who that? Nah, that that would be big time. Nah, it would be. It would be great. Honestly, like, let's let's talk about that for like a half a second. Yeah. Uh, That'd be big Russ time. to the Saints wild. in that system, knowing his offense, if they keep Michael Thomas, they got Kamara... They got the D. Like everything is there. Get them a couple more O line. That's all you would have to go after. They like they got and yeah. get maybe one more receiver. Yeah, maybe one more. Like yeah. a, which I'm sure there would be a guy available that somebody's not going to pay this year. 
Hey, cause but, you go uh, from Drew Brees. Western Raiders, let's go. We go home, everybody. Of course, our radio. Man, Meet the hey, mics. Hey, you go from <laughs> Drew Brees to a more athletic Drew Brees. Yeah. That's crazy. So, hey, man, it's Courtside Radio. We thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we hope you love it. Matter of fact, we know you loved it. Make sure the only side yes, that sir. you're on is Courtside, baby. Courtside Radio here every Monday, every Thursday, 6.30 p.m. For those who tune in live, we appreciate you. For those who tune in on all the other apps, we appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, we'll be back Thursday. We get, Thursday, we get more flame. Uh, let, let's see what more of the drops. I just saw this, the light blue Jordans. I got to get those. The ones look incredible. Take that L like but, everybody uh, else. Man, my from Mike Kelly PG here, my guy Bruce Courtside here on the ones and twos, and all the way in Tennessee, our guy the shooting guard, Mike, man. We thank y'all for tuning in. And hey, we'll catch y'all Thursday, baby. Peace. Deuce. Yeah.